if I was younger and I told my parents I didn't like anything, I was a dead man. Like, oh my, my, my dad would uh, sit me down at the table and sit me down with the food and he's like, you have 10 counts to finish this food. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like, he has a belt with him. Yeah. Right. He starts counting one. Yeah, my dad was two. like that too, man. Like, <laughs> he, he, would, he would make me, I, he would sit at the table. He's like, you're not leaving this table until that's yeah. all gone. Like, he doesn't even get to 10. He's like, four. <laughs> <laughs> like, all snotty and teary oh. and you're trying to eat. Like, no, oh, the trauma. <laughs> well, that way no. it made me eat everything. Like, I eat everything hey. now. Like, yeah, we see that. No matter every what day, it is. Every yeah. day at lunch. Yeah. Hey, Elvis, you want to try this? Heck yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, but your taste buds change too. It's very That's very true. So you can't just dismiss things for life. Like, yeah, true. They say what they change like what? It's like every couple years or something? Mm. And every seven years, your cells are completely replaced. Really? Oh, wow. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Modify with Trick Factory Customs. If this is your first time watching, my name is Elvis. Tim. Rob. Awesome. And uh, this is a podcast where we just talk about car modifications. We're a custom automotive shop here in Coquitlam, British Columbia, Canada. And uh, yeah, we just love talking. We love modifying cars. And so we started a podcast around it. That's right. So with that said, uh, let us jump right in. Uh, if you guys like this video, give it a thumbs up. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Trick Factory Customs. Check us out on Instagram, TikTok all the social medias because we are there so <laughs> with that said i think this week is going to be an, a very interesting topic um and it is on the subject of electrifying classic cars, electrifying yeah. classic cars. <laughs> and okay. simply put is electrifying classic cars a sin and <laughs> there's uh, some strong <laughs> opinions here <laughs> on this topic, which I, which well, that's why I think it's going to be very interesting. But before we dive into that topic, how has your week been? Hmm. I can't even Tim? say. I don't even remember what I did this week. It's been <laughs> okay. a hectic week. For it's sure. already over. We're doing big shop changes. So yep. We've been moving equipment around, moving cars around, chasing motors, and yeah, it's been a crazy week. So wow. it's been kind of a blur so i haven't really worked on any one thing specifically yeah we're kind of all just all over the place right now just trying to make big moves right now we have huge changes in the shop right i mean oh yeah literally it's, it's huge. absolutely insane we're, <laughs> yeah. we're setting up a another paint booth and we're having to reinvent our whole shop floor plan yeah so it's uh it's been it's, a been yeah, a big week. Yeah, yesterday you guys moved a 17,000-pound metal brake. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that was terrifying to look at. I was like, oh. <laughs> Me and Rob have done it before, but nobody yeah. else has, so I think it was yeah. pretty stressful for them. <sighs> Brett was sweating quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah Brett was pretty nervous about <laughs> it. Steve yeah. there. Steve Calm him down. the shop foreman, so mm. I don't know if he was helping or <laughs> <laughs> making it worse, but he had his own opinions and strategies. Mm. But yeah, it Looks got, like it went well, though. Yeah, we, oh, yeah. we've Super done it smooth. before, so we knew mm -hmm. what to expect. But I think for them, it was, pretty, uh, it was a pretty big move. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you tell them, like, yeah, we're just going to throw it on some uh, <laughs> some machine skates, and we're just going to push it over. Just push it over, right? Oh. It's just, it literally was that simple. Yeah. But nobody knows what machine skates are. I did not anybody? know what they were until yesterday. I, mean, yeah. I was like, oh. It's harder to get them on the skates than it is to actually move yeah. the piece of equipment. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. It's yeah. a, I mean, it's it's a big deal. Yeah. Seventeen thousand pound brake That's press. That's a lot. A, I mean, it's yeah, it'll pancake you pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, take, yeah, you gotta treat serious. it with a lot of respect. Yeah. Oh yeah, or else you are history. 
or yeah, pancake. So uh, that was the last several days. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like that's pretty much pretty what's well. been happening all week. Yeah. That's yeah. Probably and I think most of next week too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've been trying to get to this point for months, but wow. things just, you know, we got to play it by ear sometimes. Mm -hmm. That and we just got to keep the, we got to keep workflow going in the shop too. I mean, it's, you can only take so much time off from completing customer stuff Very to true. be able to, to keep moving the shop forward. And so, uh, yeah. But ultimately, when it's done, things should be faster. So we should be able to make up that time. That would be awesome because we have like, what, like three cars that are ready, ready to get for painted. Painted. <laughs> yeah. 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 So kind of all of them kind of just been in queue. We're right? going to look like one of those TV shows the next three weeks. Just pumping out cars. cars out like <laughs> one a week. It's yeah. going to be crazy. Awesome. So if you guys are interested to see what cars are uh, in the queue to get painted, you should subscribe to our YouTube channel, Trick Factory Customs, because... There's some cool projects. The yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. so excited. Slant nose. No, not slant nose. The wide body the, miles were yes. the RSR tribute Porsche, car. Yeah. And then we got to get the Lambo done. Mm. And I might try to sneak my little Porsche into. That would be sick. Oh, I cannot wait to see the colors. Glorious. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, with that said, we are just going to dive straight into the topic of is electrifying classic cars a sin? I feel like recently this has become a big topic uh, amongst car people. 10 years ago, for example, that was not really a thing and people were still on the fence about even electric cars being a thing. Only hippies did it. <laughs> right? I mean, there was, there was some pretty, there was some pretty creative expressions of electric, you know, electric conversions into cars before. Yeah. I think, I think people used to use like forklift motors and forklift motors. Oh things, my, things really? like that at some what? point. Yeah. <laughs> forklift oh yeah. Motors. And, and they, and they, they actually worked what? really well. But you probably can't really go fast. You're probably going no, like they, 10 miles per they hour. They ripped, but oh, the, I, okay. think, I think or the, range? the battery life the was range terrible. The range terrible. Was, like was horrible. 30 miles. Cool. <laughs> so it was almost useless. So if you're weight, you know. Ah, the weight, I mean, that's yes. a big part of electric now, vehicles, like weight right? Is, yeah, it's a huge factor. So, I mean, to answer your question right off, I mean, to electrify a classic vehicle, probably not a good idea if Why'd weight you say gain that? Or, or weight is, you know, part of your... But your power Decision to weight choice. ratio changes drastically because mm. it depends what classic you're talking about. That's right. That's very. Like if you're so putting true. it in like a hundred and fifty horsepower Porsche 911, <laughs> and now you've got four hundred and fifty, but you gain six hundred pounds, it's probably not that detrimental as long as you make moves to correct, you know, the suspension yeah. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like well, I mean, you leave it on stock suspension, it's going to be terrible, and yeah. that's most people's association mm. to EV conversions. It usually only goes as far as the motor and batteries. Yes, but now everything's gotten so much better. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you've been talking with a company uh, to to do the the conversions for the G the wagon. And of course, we are on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, and the uh, Defender and. I was pretty interested when you started talking about like scanning the vehicle so the battery packs can be, you know, dispersed amongst the vehicle so for weight distribution yeah, and all that, that kind of stuff. I just right? want to so give some cool. pre-context to this is Okay, we're, first we have to answer the original question. Yes. No, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so why I hate though? it, but it's not stopping us from doing it. So mm -hmm. And it's super cool. And we are doing some projects too. That's yes. that's kind of why I think this is a good topic because yeah. right now, what are we doing? We're doing more We're than doing, one electric uh, conversion. Land Rover Defender, mm -hmm. a 1966. So that one's getting converted and okay. we're doing a 
two-door G-Wagon Ooh. Cabriolet, power top Cabriolet. I'm so I'm so mind-blown that he decided to do that to a Cabriolet. Yeah, me too. Epic. That's pretty sure. awesome. I'm excited, yeah. though. He's stoked, though. He's all yeah. in. Sweet. He, he wants it to be a big deal vehicle, and, too. And then so we have cool. the Porsche? a 993 Porsche that we oh, have to do as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. We'll see how we feel about it when we come out the other side. So, of it. as of right now, though, you're not a an advocate for it or a fan of I it? was definitely not an early adopter. Interesting. Okay. But now after you follow the technology and where things are at and you're starting to see other people do it, mm-hmm. it's definitely like it's intriguing and it's pretty amazing. Like it's come a long ways and it's become undeniable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for sure it has. The, the power output and the delivery is like you can't ignore yeah. it anymore. So you're going to so lose true. some visceral things, but I think it's being replaced with... <clears throat> a different visceral sense so like the acceleration like linear acceleration like that is insane, insane. like the, like trying flatten to your, put, eyeballs yeah, flatten yeah. your eyeballs it's not even comparable you might be offsetting the noise of you know an ice engine but it's it's crazy but i also feel like they also have their own noises, noise though, right? exactly yeah. they have their own noise yeah so, it's, so i mean you got like the sounds of like gear mesh whining you know and mm-hmm. and the sound of suspension moving yeah tires on the pavement mm-hmm. just like creaks of the chassis flex and all those weird sort of things that you never hear yeah i feel like that's a big one because when people do like uh, the electric swaps they don't think sometimes they might not think about all the extra noises that are drowned out by the engine of the car the yeah. combustion engine yeah and i think that's probably a lot <laughs> of what those early conversions are but mm-hmm. like yeah even in our normal hot rod builds now, like the level in which stuff's been elevated to, mm. like so many things now are part of the build, like sound deadening and proper mm. seals and air conditioning yeah. and power windows and like all these amenities that before were not a thing. Like yeah. people did not incorporate it. And it always looked like an add-on, but now that stuff's being engineered into it in the front end mm-hmm. and things are just so much better. So you're not going to do like, these things are crazy expensive to build. Oh, the, like, the electric like yeah, the like EV crazy. conversion, they're not cheap. Like that's one of the major downfalls. They probably mm. cost twice as much as something oh. else. Like I'm not gonna say the numbers, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not gonna build just slap it in there and send it down the road. Cause yeah. be, you know, like they're buying the total package. Yeah. So I don't I think a lot of those old ones are yeah, so cheap, like they're like they're, what, two grand or yeah, they're not the grand. same. Like where you see it's like fifteen grand. Yeah, it's a different it's like level. you might be able to buy the motor for fifteen grand. But everything Controller, else, yeah, the, it's crazy. And if you want enough batteries to actually get someplace, I would say fifty percent of your conversion cost is just in batteries. Wow, yeah. wow. that's nuts. Because <laughs> if you want a range that you can go someplace, you're needing to get up like 125, 150 At kilowatts. Least, yeah. So I mean, that's a lot of batteries. Mm-hmm. And the battery packs are generally about two to twenty five hundred dollars a piece. And you got to run like 20 of them. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So it gets expensive fast. Yeah. You see, I didn't yeah. know that because I'm used to, again, looking at the old school stuff, electric conversions and putting in like Carmen Gias. And yeah. And you having, see, it's like you can 13,000. Yeah. You just, yeah, oh, that's, that's affordable. It. That's yeah, it. Until you got to oh. buy batteries. Yeah. <laughs> or you put those car batteries or golf cart batteries and you run, run them in there and you're doing like 30 miles. <laughs> and it takes you three days to charge it up. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's that's unacceptable. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a that's huge that's a cool. huge flaw that's, in the whole thing. But yeah, it's cool though that Tesla has come up. That's a huge like company now. But yeah. it's cool that they've come up with so much advancement in the battery technology area. And mm-hmm. yeah, and so I think 
a lot of people use Tesla cells or Tesla. Is that what we're using for? Yeah, there's so many different ones available and they're coming up so fast. But regardless of what your feelings are on Tesla, Mm -hmm. they're still leading by a fair distance. (laughs) Yeah. So like a lot of what like what we're buying is Tesla cells, but they've come down to wrecked cars, but they'll grade them and then sell them based on how much use they've had. Interesting. So ultimately you want to get the best ones you can, but there is other batteries available, but they're just still like the charge rate and discharge rates not there. Mm-hmm. And it's, they're not quite there yet. Yeah. So that was interesting. And the nice thing about the Tesla cells is like they're modular. You can make it as big or as small as you want and we can split them and place them mm. to get the vehicle weights where we need to be. I wanted to talk about that yeah. a little bit because um, what we see is sometimes in electric car builds or electric classic car swaps or builds is they just put the battery and, and everything in just yeah. one spot like mm-hmm. oh where the engine used to be just place it there yeah but it's like a lot of the times what they don't realize is they they're so much heavier than well and that's what most people's feedback is is like they'll take one of these cars out and they're like this thing is horrible <laughs> absolutely horrible like terrifying yeah, yeah. terrifyingly fast but handles yeah horribly like horribly yeah. so mm-hmm. our hopes in with doing these vehicles and because of the platform it is we should be able to and we're kind of lucky in the sense that they're pretty heavy vehicles to start with mm-hmm. so distributing the weight is going to be not that hard so, so are you going to put any of the batteries like underneath the floor some or? will be in the back some will be in the front so we have scale so we can corner weigh it so we oh, can get all the balance okay. in okay so we'll rough weigh them where they need to be to get the balance first and then we'll start fabbing brackets and battery trays and all that kind of stuff but traditionally it's the slab everyone just puts the slab in <laughs> and then you when you see it in like cobra kit cars and 911s it's like you couldn't do anything more detrimental to those platforms like mm-hmm. they're horrible so yeah it's very interesting yeah that's a pretty interesting concept being able to take the batteries apart and uh remote place them so you can separate yeah. that it's a little more work and it's probably definitely a lot more expensive but definitely it's going to make a better finished yeah. product mm-hmm. i mean because the end result is something that you're going to want to enjoy right i mean what's the point if you don't yeah going back to the point of why people do these swaps uh into classic cars now is because uh back then or even these cars were not reliable you can look at the engine you look uh, at all these things cars, yeah. they're not reliable and even less so now because they're 50 60 years <laughs> yeah. old like, yeah they just wear out that's it yeah well, yeah and then parts availability on some classic stuff that's is, another thing too is yeah. almost non-existent right mm-hmm. so i mean it kind of i think that's part of the issue for for a lot of people and so with the drivetrain taken out or the engine taking taken out i feel like you take a huge chunk of what could go wrong or what usually goes wrong with these classic cars yeah and so i feel like that is kind of what is drawing people to do these a little bit more yeah i think it's a mix of that and then what we'll call the facade of environmentalism <laughs> what what do you mean by that yeah it's, i don't <laughs> think it's environmentally it might be friendly as it's supposed to be <laughs> or what is perceived to be yeah, yeah yeah but i think it probably makes people feel good about themselves yeah it's like ah oh, i'm not spending money on not gas. burning gas not and this killing the elephants yeah. and yeah but <laughs> I mean, we all know the truth yeah yeah, yeah the other side of it is yeah podcast because yeah because uh i also heard yeah different podcast but (laughs) it's interesting i think who was saying this that it takes a hundred thousand miles to reap the benefits of an electric like car environmentally wise because for the first hundred thousand miles you still burn 
more you're more uh, toxic to the environment than even a gas car oh really so i think it's after a hundred thousand miles and then Just, it kind of evens out its footprint type i don't deal. think these cars are built so. to have that longevity <laughs> yeah. so i don't know how that's gonna work out yeah yeah, yeah that's and true, you hear right? the argument lots that these electric cars are essentially disposable very true like well yeah no used electric car market mm. that i'm aware of yeah know? it's nuts i mean you think about technology the advancement of technology is like exponentially growing mm -hmm. like every couple of years there's something new newer that's lighter smaller cheaper and better yeah. in every way and yeah so two years ago it was the greatest thing but now it's junk that is so that's very interesting i mean that's a, and that's a thing too. right i mean whereas yeah. i mean you start talking about con combustion engines and things like that things out of classic cars they're mm -hmm. known loved and you know they just exist yeah, but even those are getting swapped for late model engines. We yeah. Oh yeah, that. I mean, and, and, and that's a big part of our business, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. yeah. And so it's it's very interesting. It's funny you mentioned that because uh, doing these combustion engine or when you talk about combustion engine versus electric and all of that, a lot of people are saying go to electric, but I feel like it's there might be other things like i know there's like hydrogen power and all of that stuff yeah and i don't know much so, about it but i think yeah. toyota just came out with some stuff yeah it's supposed to be pretty revolutionary for yet even electric i feel like the infrastructure is not it wasn't it's great okay, but it's definitely better like we have a but, tesla charging station two blocks from the shop mm. so i mean it's not as bad as it was but but it's also like compatibility too because i know with driving a normal electric car that is not um tesla a lot of time you can't really use a tesla supercharger and oh, it's really? like a lot yeah, of the but they times have all those annoying parking spots in every building and you're like, <laughs> i hate those guys yeah it's right next to the door so true that's almost the a reason convenient spot to get to electric, get electric car car. Yeah. <laughs> so you park next to the door yeah like they got a better parking spots and handicaps it's so, <laughs> so true actually that's interesting for you to mention if so if you electrify with this defender you're electrifying we're electrifying now is it going to have a tesla plug or is it going to have a different no it'll plug? have an aftermarket one okay so but not test it won't have a it won't be tesla supercharger oh mm, that would be interesting too right there's faster ones now oh really yeah oh okay i didn't That's know that what, okay to be completely honest we yeah. haven't actually committed to a charging platform yet because right now currently they're like they're evolving so, so quickly <laughs> that you, if we don't want to end up yeah. with the old one. So that's mm. like one of the last things that we'll probably commit to oh. yeah. because like right now I've been talks with like a couple of different ones and it's like, they're evolving so quickly. Like even one of our customers here is developing a, an EV charger that's supposed to be able to charge it in like something crazy, like 20 minutes. But isn't that detri detrimental to the battery life in general? Like it doesn't last. As no, long. I don't. I don't think that's the case. I think just the faster you, from my basic understanding, is the faster you apply the charge to batteries, they just get really, really hot, right? Okay. And I think it's just there are limitations. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So he has another we'll one have to that's dig like in. some yeah. other crazy number, but that's very much like what he just said. Is it's there's a cooling issue. Mm -hmm. Oh, because like they can do it apparently in like six minutes, but it just oh gets too gosh. hot. Like, so yeah. I mean, wow. knowing that when we actually dig into these projects, we'll be putting in you know heat exchangers and things that are like yeah, like yeah. oversized okay. to what we think is is necessary, mm -hmm. so that you know if there are faster charging scenarios, you can take advantage. It can of that. still yeah you know cope with it. So. That's interesting. 
And then with electrifying classic cars, is there a way to go on like, take advantage of that in everyday driving? For example, going on the HOV lane, all of that stuff, because they apply to mm -hmm. electric cars yeah, a lot of yeah. the time. So like, is there- That's, I mean, that sounds does, like a big plus. Does the government, like, can you apply for a yeah, you thing? Can, and yeah. Oh, you can, okay. Yeah, you can okay. get the EV sticker. Yeah. Oh, that's actually, okay, that's yeah. cool then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. that's, a big, that's, a, that's a big plus in the pros <laughs> yeah. list, right? Okay. Yeah, I guess that is a huge advantage because yeah. if you can do that, all the more, like, that'll be cool. Yeah. And then regarding uh, combustion engines, and all of that. So right now, because you're saying right now you're not 100% there of like, oh, we're going to put this in everything going on from now, like from now on, from like classic cars. So yeah. you would rather go with like a combustion engine? I think it comes down to what you intend to use it for. Okay. Like yeah. if you want to be able to, you know, hop in and drive to California, mm. you're, you're going to need a motor. Because okay. like the electric side of it is pretty cool, but it's going to take you a week and a half to get there <laughs> like it's and again yeah. like to try to like a lot of these platforms like a tesla is built like a skateboard it's just a giant oh, so, slab of batteries oh i see yeah so it's yeah. like they can add, make it so that you can get a range that's you know whereas we're going to be our limitations are going to be the actual body of the car the shit yeah because we shape. have to adapt and we have to keep like especially in the defender we have to maintain that aesthetic of what yes. it is and then she wants to go off-roading yeah. So we're not going to hang a bunch of batteries underneath the car yeah, and you like don't wanna start like limiting <laughs> ground clearance fire, and, and then the yeah, fire so hazards. Like the range that we're shooting for for her is like 250 miles. That's, yeah. which that's is still a lot. Far. That's, like, that's yeah, going to take a, a lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's going to be the hardest part of that is getting all those batteries to move that car. And I was, gonna, I was about to ask, what about the weight? Because that's it's a, heavy on its, its a own. Heavy car. Yeah. And then you're adding how many thousand pounds worth of batteries? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be adding probably about 1600 pounds in batteries. Oh my gosh. So it's quite a bit, but we're removing the stock drivetrain too. So True. there's going to be some give and take, but probably by the time we're done, we'll have added somewhere 800 to 1000 pounds to it. <laughs> Over yeah. the original Over yeah. the original with the engine yeah, and everything. With yeah. the engine oh my and everything. gosh. And so are you, for that swap, are you going to be using like, uh, what subframe are you guys using? Uh, you know? No subframe. We're not doing it that style. The the systems oh. that we're using are from a company called Revolt. Okay. And they almost do it. They build a front and rear section for a Tesla-based motor that goes in place of a standard like internal combustion engine. Oh. So it'll essentially replace Ooh. the motor in trans. So the way they lay it out is in that format. Interesting. Instead of like the half shafts of a traditional Tesla sort of subframe, mm -hmm. this they turn the motor 90 degrees and then you have a yoke out the back to hook to your drive line. So it's oh, direct that's drive. Sick. Okay, that's pretty awesome. So, but you're taking this particular, I don't know if you can actually see it behind me, this Defender. It's over there. <laughs> and it's probably currently, I want to say maybe 80 horsepower. <laughs> and I think, what did we get it up to on the freeway? We got it up we to like. 70, I think it was 70, 70 and it yeah. felt like the car was going to fall apart, Part, right? So it's like we're going from 70 <laughs> horsepower to 450 horsepower oh in my. like, I think 680 or 700 foot pounds. That sounds very terrifying. So that's pretty it's dramatic. Huge, yeah. huge improvement, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So like that thing right now is just like equivalent to driving a tractor down the freeway. And then now it's going to be like a monster. Yeah. Yeah. You guys did a video 
Yes, driving that vehicle. Yeah. If you want to check it out, check yeah, out you that channel. Check it out. Yeah. Just go it back was, in uh, that was so bit. funny. It was very interesting holding up people in the traffic light. People, it, people it were not stoked. Truck. And people were not sympathetic no, to the classic no, car they vibe. They do not at care. All. Get out of our They're way. Get out of the way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are some Teslas on our ass too that were. Upset. Yes. So it would be very interesting to see so, what that is like. I think that's going to be half the fun is having something that's not perceived as being fast and have it be like haul I ass. agree. I, I think that's going to be like, awesome. Isn't it like, wouldn't it be like even dangerous with the amount of power that it's? Well, well I mean, we're going pretty far with like, we're because doing, we're not putting a roll. Are we putting a roll cage? We're no, trying to no, keep it as stock, stock looking stock as possible. possible. <clears throat> and so like still comes down to your foot. You don't have to drive like that. True. <laughs> yeah. You want to. Yeah. No, all the, all the, I mean, all the boxes for that builder being checked, right? Mm -hmm. Like all the suspension upgrades to handle all of that is all going to be a part of the big build, right? So, which again, it should be a really great vehicle when it's done. Like we're doing the whole package. Mm. Yeah. Like it's all going to be worth. It's not yeah. just engine we're trans. We're not just putting a motor <laughs> no. trans and yeah. sending it down the road with the old stuff in it. Like it's, no, mm -hmm. it's a complete build. Yeah. And also going to the conversation of Teslas or electric modern cars in general, have you guys driven electric stuff? Yeah. Okay. And have you driven? See, I haven't. I yeah. actually haven't yet. Okay. So that'll be interesting. I should, I should probably to, do that. Yeah. For you before we even do these ones. Yeah. I think <laughs> it'll be cool. That. Yeah. So what you did you think about driving like a Tesla? I thought it was pretty wild. Yeah. I didn't really have any sort of preconceived notions of what it was going to be. And mm -hmm. at that point, so like I say, the acceleration of it it's mind bending is like, yeah, it's mind. bending, <laughs> And the fact that you don't have all these other things offsetting the, acceleration like you're not gauging it by engine rpm and nope. all these other things it's like you you just go just, you just yeah. go you just go yeah yeah so it's like you can focus on just how hard this thing is accelerating and it's like it's pretty wild yeah you hear bearing noise and tires contact and that's, that's it, it. yeah and you're just matted like that's yeah. mind-blowing it sounds awesome it's so fast and like technology too in general like self-driving all of that stuff is it's just weird. I'm still not. You're not still not stuff. a fan. No. I don't enjoy it any is, of that stuff. Really? I hate it. It is all, pretty. All the extra tech and everything. Like the inside. lane changing assist and like it's things trying to take steering wheel away from you. All it's that. Nice. I turn all that stuff still. off. Really? No, I leave it on. I, it's just relaxing. Mm. Like it's like to yeah. a certain point you're, you're like doing relaxing. Ah. Like you're not even driving the car anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone down there is taking a nap. Now the cars are all smashed up. Did you not do a video? Oh yeah, that was fun. Eating a like a, a chicken Big Mac sandwich, or something yeah. <laughs> in the Tesla, going yeah. like, and it was probably not the safest idea. But what I did was, it was also it also plays into the part of YouTube being weird because I made two videos of that Tesla. First one was a full review. I reviewed the Model X. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, oh, I was just done with the review. I was like, I need to go. I'm hungry. I need to go buy a Big Mac. Um, not Big Mac. I want a chicken sandwich or something. Yeah. Got that and just ate it and just drove and just recorded the drive in the canyons, LA, in, in the LA canyons. And uh, they're very windy roads and all of that. It did it for the most part. This was well. And this was like five years ago. Yeah. It did it relatively well. It did go out a little bit. So I kind of like catch it at one point. But for the most part, it was good. And I was just like, let me just see if this self-driving is actually a thing. Oh, my God. And goodness. it was glorious that's pretty, good. <laughs> that's pretty cool so, i mean that, is, and that video did so well and but my review didn't even do like 
anything. Like, it was weird. So, but yes. So I really, I like Tesla in general, but I just don't agree with the way they run the company, some mm. of it, but oh well. Different, different podcast. Mm. I admire the technology of it. Yeah. But I'm kind of like Tim. I'd probably just, I actually like driving. Yeah. You know, I, I mm. like going through gears and I, I like, I like just all that. of that. Like, yeah. actually, you know what? I think the perfect scenario, I, th I would love to try like a manual transmission in behind an electric motor. Interesting. Which they have. There is conversion. Yeah. I, I think that would be okay. kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, that power, that torque is there. That would be but, cool to I move mean, your own gears in an electric car. Just to go through car. the gears. I think at, least, so. at least you're driving then. I think the one thing is, is you don't clutch it though. Yeah, because you, you don't have RPM first. and stuff. And then the rest, you just shift. What? Okay. So there's still a component I, I'm like some, That's I'm kind of curious. That. Like, why is that? The, it's like the trans, does upshift. the trans not have to still like disengage? Yeah, but I think it's like clutchless upshifts. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is It'd super be cool. exactly the same. I mean. I think you just clutch on the downshift maybe. That's I weird. Know. I don't know. Yeah, that would be interesting to try for yeah. sure. And so if you have an electric car that you're that's manual, hit us up and let us know if you want us to drive it. We'll make a video on it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I promise it. not to break yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> drive it with the utmost respect. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think that's pretty much it for this one. I don't want to make it too long. And yeah, but do you guys have any other extra things to nope. add well, I to just the electric to say, system? Like, I mean, I think to answer the like the the, the actual question of yeah. whether or not you should EV a classic car, mm -hmm. probably not. Because I think classic cars, if if you think about them dimensionally, they're so much smaller. Yeah. You know, I just don't think packaging is going to be a good idea, mm. but it could still be done and it could be really, really cool. So yeah. if it's the right car, I mean, just like the, just like the Defender and the G-Wagon and all that, those, I mean, those classify as a classic car and I'd yeah. say, heck yeah, do it. I am 50-50 on this because I love the sound of an engine. I love Me too. like, oh my gosh, yeah. there's just something about it that yeah. I feel like again the electric experience it's yeah. not just it's just not there and it's funny like you, you get like this this tech out there nowadays where they're sound emulators and whatnot yeah that just oh. that's I, terrible. I, I actually <laughs> haven't heard anything it sounds myself. tough you heard the new dodge charger ev doesn't it sound like a cat? <laughs> 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 what? It sounds horrible. Get out of here, man. It's like, bad. why would they do that? Yeah. So I feel like no matter whatever sound augmentation or whatever that you want to, no, I don't think they should do any of that. No. There's no. Just leave it electric. That's yeah. enough. It's fine. And so, yeah. yeah, I I would stick to gas powered for now, but I am open to having yeah. like an electric cl uh, classic, like uh, a British. Sports, See, no that sports makes car, sense, like a Rolls like, Royce or something, like an I was electric or like MGs and those things. Really? Like they have no oh, power. okay. They have no okay. power, so but they're cares? also like <laughs> they're like pint-sized cars. They're very small. They're so yeah. small. Like, where would you even put the batteries? Yeah. Yeah, but they never handled good to start with. <laughs> <laughs> no, I drove the okay. other MG, the, the V8 oh, the MG. V8. That was nice. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. But yeah, I completely agree with you, Rob. It's like there's. Like they say, there's no replacement for display. I mean, yeah, they it, say that, right? Yeah, I mean, I, and I believe it too. But still, it's mm. there's no replacement. I think at this point in my life for a, an electric classic car. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. In my fantasy world, I'd have, I'd have EVs as well as combustion. Yeah. I mean, I'd have it all.
I mean, like, I, I haven't driven an EV yet. Yeah, true. Very true. It, it might change my opinion. <laughs> I might be all in EV if I yeah. did. Like, imagine a 50 Rolls Royce, a 50s Rolls Royce with an electric powertrain. See, now that kind of makes sense. Oh, makes sense, my gosh. That makes Glorious. sense. That fits the whole, what do they call it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, NVH or no? Anyways, but it it suits the whole aesthetic. Aesthetic, of what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smooth, quiet, so smooth. Yeah, like yeah. It's that's perfect. You I know? think in that situation. But when you're thinking like Corvettes and Chevelles no, and muscle no. cars and yeah, they need to make. It noise. Seems wrong. Yeah, yeah. It just they need to make wrong. noise. I completely agree. It, it's a big part of what makes them great. Yeah, exactly. And it's but that. if you're taking something like this Defender that was never fast, never smooth, never yeah. quiet. That would be actually. Well, it makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, now I think you're, it, I think you're so actually too. accomplishing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're taking something else and going, you're almost going backwards. Yeah. Right? So that's it right there. I mean, if if you're going to do an EV, make sure you choose the right platform I and make so. it so that it's actually upgrading it. That's a good point. Though. And choose the, the right platform. Fit, put, put an LS, LS in it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> exactly. That is the perfect way to end this podcast, guys. Thank you guys so much for watching this video. If you liked it, give it a thumbs up. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, and we will catch you next week. Bye.